Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hi everyone and thanks for joining us today on Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today I am really lucky to be joined by Mary Ann Hazard and she is a uh, celebrating her brand new publication of her book Thongs, Crocs and Flip Flops. She has the very clever pen name of Mimi Lex. How are you today, Marianne? Very good, thank you, Kelly. How are you? Really well. It's an absolute pleasure to have some of your time today, so thank you. So let's just get straight into it and have a chat about Thongs, Crocs and Flip Flops. What is this all about? Uh, Well, it's a story about a young boy, Finn, who is very much set in his routine. (laughs) And on this particular day, uh, that just doesn't go his way. And he's forced out into the world by his parents and uh, has an unexpected and and, uh, wonderful day. So I suppose it's really just that sort of story about how much uh, just getting out of our comfort zone can, can bring unexpected pleasures. Oh, you are so right. But I actually think, um, Marianne, you perhaps have played that down a little bit. I've researched your book and looked into your bio and (laughs) it's really a multi-leveled or multi-layered, I should say, um, picture storybook. There's far more to it than that. But let's start with Finn. Where does the inspiration of Finn come from? Oh, look, he's he's a bit of an amalgam of many, many... uh, (laughs) children, adults and characters throughout my life, that there is a strong influence there from the stubborn children that I raised myself. Um, Surrounded by these stubborn cousins, all these wonderful, stubborn, opinionated young things with um, incredible curiosity and strength of will. So, so, yeah, he's a bit of an amalgam but uh, strongly influenced by my children. And I love your author message in this book that um, you are all about creativity and imagination yourself. And I read about you, Marianne, that you actually, as much as you can, try to look through the world through the eyes of a child. What do you mean by that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, What do I mean by that? I I think in my day-to-day life I spend a lot of time with lots of adults and all yeah. trying to do very important things and and often when we do that we're so caught up in those pressures and rules that we completely lose perspective and yes. despite our best intentions gosh we make a mess of things as adults <laughs> we do uh, so when we could when, just simplify it right <laughs> that's exactly right yeah and so yeah. i think I, I, one of the things i've found as i've as i've sort of lived this this life of uh, that's rolled out in front of me is just stopping and remembering and, cre- and getting back to that creative side where we don't 
have to know that we have an answer to things or that we can control yes. it. It just opens yeah. up this whole yeah. different perspective and about what the world's about and what's important. So, you know, probably it's in reaction to sort of trying to help us do that with as grown-ups that 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 I've found myself more and more just just um, amazed by the the learnings and the joy we can get if we just yeah just slow down slow down mm. put put our child lens on and and yeah, you know brilliant. just look brilliant. at it again. Yeah. So although this book is a picture story written for children, I would suggest that many adults are going to get a lot out of this, Marianne. <laughs> Is that oh, your hope? <laughs> it is actually, yeah. Look, you're spot on. I um, I do write. I write for kids. There's no doubt about that. But I also write for parents. And I suppose that's one of the things I was thinking about um before we 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 met today was what is it about a, a writing that I love? And and I often get a little bit um, I get a little bit caught short because people say, well, who inspires you? What are your favourite authors? And the truth is that my my thing that I love about all literature is the memory it creates. Yeah, and I love the, that. The feeling of what it is when you're when you're reading it yourself or with someone else or you know those sorts of things. Yes. So so you're absolutely right. I, I I write hopefully with a little bit of a reverence. So when the parents are engaging with their kids and reading these stories, they remember and they yeah. they they can laugh at themselves a bit and enjoy it. It's always meant to be kind and respectful, but you know just disrupt us a little bit from oh. our serious lives and oh my yeah. goodness yes yes yeah. and, and really there's a big message of mindfulness in in all of that too Marianne is you know, there now <laughs> yes there is funny that isn't it <laughs> and you you said at the start it was just a simple story so <laughs> well, but sim- simple is beautiful isn't it That's simple is beautiful yes <laughs> yes now you know writing's not an easy thing and we chatted a little bit earlier, um, and listeners, I'd really love for you to hear about Marianne's other job. She's she's a very gifted human, <laughs> and oh, does something you. very differently to, to picture storybooks. So, how did the two mesh? I mean, you've, you've talked a little bit about escapism, but yeah, yeah, it's a good. Uh, so, when I was young, I always used to write. So, if I go back to being, you know, a little thing, I I had this sort of I was raised in the age and stage where um, educators had put aside grammar for creativity. So that was really good for me, for my creativity. It was really bad yes. for my poor mother who was, I was horrified, <laughs> horrified at, at, at what I would what get good marks teaching? for. Yeah. <laughs> With these horrible punctuation and grammar errors. So so I've always, I've always, I always loved stories and and yeah, I think that probably was part of it. And I remember my first you know, my first attempt at sharing a story when I was in about year four or year five and, and it went down pretty well considering. Yes. But then, of course, you you, you do, you, you grow up and I grew up in a very um, socially aware house with, with with very passionate people around me and so as I grew I decided I had to do something um, of worth. So I started in advocacy and then I went into uh, the public service and then I moved into public policy and business strategy consulting. So it's sort of this really sort of, you know, and, I, and 
heavy world, yeah, and so lots of ambiguous, difficult problems and trying to help people work out how to move through them and tackling evidence and and issues and biases oh. and perspectives we don't want to think about and, no. you know, all these sorts of things. So that's no. that's my day-to-day life and I'm very, very, very lucky that I've got wonderful clients that I work with and, and every now and again I think we can do some really good stuff. And, I bet. You know, but, but it's also full of... Um, all of the the pointy end of the rules and limits we put on ourselves as yeah, as grown ups. Yeah. So yeah, so I I do find the older I've got, the more I've used design thinking in my work, which is a an innovation based sort of strategy and and problem solving technique. Yes. the more the two have merged together, really. Because yeah, that's narrative and story. That's yeah. a fascinating answer, actually. However, let's face it, your inner child was screaming at you, Marianne. Come back, come back. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's not one screaming at me. <laughs> so, you know, you've published now Thongs, Crocs and Flip Flops. Tell me, your family must be so excited. Yeah, they, they are. They're really excited. Mum, Mum's very excited. Um, she's and my mum my and dad were great um, celebrators. Unfortunately, Dad passed away a couple of years ago, but he, he'll know. He'll know that it's of course out he there. Will. And, he'll be um, smiling at you. Yeah, he will absolutely. And yeah, the kids are very excited for me. I've I've got a few fairly creative youngsters around me anyway including you know so they're all very help very excited as is my other half so I'm excited Uh, yeah look it's just lovely to be able to put something out there that hopefully brings a bit of joy and happiness and you know a few good memories for everybody and you know well I think so I think it will and I mean how exciting for them to be able to take that into a classroom or school and and say actually my mum wrote this I mean (laughs) that's so good We'll see. Now, we'll see if that's what they do with it. But thanks. <laughs> I will. <laughs> now I loved the front cover. I'm a really beachy person myself. Um, I've come from the beach this morning to home to do this podcast. <laughs> so, Lucky you. <laughs> I we well, must have been really happy with the illustration and design. Oh, I think Ella's done an amazing job. Yeah, she always does. She's amazing. Is yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I have this is the first time I've worked with Ella, obviously, but um, she's yeah. She the the image. It's one of those things where you've got to trust, right? And you yes, you, you've got to let someone go through. And I, I do do a lot of work with illust like graphic illustrators in my professional life, so okay. I, I know how they can be. <laughs> and um, I think she's just done a fantastic job. So yeah, oh, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It just captured the essence perfectly. It did. Bright. Now, I love the old song. I mean, how Aussie is that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a genuine debate that's gone on in our house, by the way. Really? About? Thongs versus Crocs versus flip-flops. Can you have a piece between your toes and still be comfortable? This is a big thing. Is I it better? Yes. I will see. I'm I'm the thongs girl. Yeah. I love my thongs, but uh, others are just definitely into the flip flops, and others are it. Crocs. So that's yeah, that's where that. some of that inspiration came from. The stubbornness of children and the debates <laughs> on footwear. <laughs> but cleverly, and I'm sure this was an intention as well, Marianne, that that opens up just such a massive teaching unit uh, in a classroom. So I've just popped my teacher hat on for five seconds and just I was running away with all the cool things I could do with that book. So <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. You can share them with me afterwards. <laughs> I will. <laughs> now let's talk about the writing process. It's some uh, listeners and writers or to-be writers would think it's such an easy thing to do. It's not, is it? 
No, it's a funny thing. I Sometimes it flows for me, like the, the concept will come really quickly and the imagery of what I'm trying to do. So probably what you were saying at the beginning about the sort of deeper, what am I trying to tell the yeah. story, that'll come out and there'll be this little snippet of a concept that sits there. But this story um, has probably had about oh, 15 or 20 iterations. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, before I got it to the the rhythm and the the sort of right balance of what I was yes. trying to do with it. Yes. Um, yeah. And there are times where, for me, you've just got to put it away. I, I used to Good love, advice. Yeah, just put it away and then, you know, do something completely different. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a... Uh, there are times where I really just love it. I get lost in it altogether, but it's it's and it's the blockage bits in between that I find um, yeah. I find Hard. hardest to get over. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, get what out you, and get away from it. <laughs> oh, for sure. And that's such great advice. Would you say that is your hardest part of the writing process when the blockages come? Yeah, the ideas came. Well, I think there's two things. I think the the wonderful. Um, uh, freedom that my education gave by removing any rules of grammar mm. uh, has meant that I have I spend a lot of time double guessing my grammar. So I read a lot of grammar books, um, the <laughs> little green grammar book. I I um I have a wonderful family who are all very good writers. So as in technically super grammatically correct. So that Russia, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, tell me about the first time. The scariest thing was scary is sharing this with my mother because I was I just had these flashbacks to when I brought my year five story home and all the red pen that went across it. We're all um, over again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that the hardest thing is that when you're when there's a blockage or you look at what you've put on the page and it doesn't do what's in your mind and mm. what's in your heart and you're just like, oh, and and that that's the bit I I definitely find the the hardest bit. But once it happens and you can yeah. get something that's yeah. yeah, then it's really worth good. It. Yeah. I actually love that honesty and how articulate you have been there because that is a frustration many of us share and many aren't brave enough to keep pushing through that. But I also think another message that you've sent, whether you're meaning to or not, it doesn't matter how grammatically correct we are at the start. If you can get your ideas down and you flow and you let that creativity go, all that will eventually come together. <laughs> you can learn it, can't you? I mean, it's a toolkit. That's it. And oh, if we if we know that we can always learn, then then you know you can correct. get there. So yeah. yeah. Now, as long as we're breathing, we're learning. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Now, I've seen some beautiful reviews of your book already. Oh, um, have you seen some of those? I've seen I've seen a couple and, um, yeah, it's very, um, it was lovely actually just to see someone had got some joy out of it. So, yeah. I'm sure there'd be many more to come. When you, when you are writing, Marianne, what does that look like for you? You know, we're all different as writers. What does the process look like for you? Um. It really does vary. Sometimes I'll, I'll be in these sort of creative weeks and so I'll be riding on trains at bus stops, um, wow. you know, nicking out of, of meetings, <laughs> those sorts of things. Yeah. And then and then once that, and that's usually when those concepts come, those little kernels yes. of, of the ideas I want. And then when, once I'm into the process of really wanting to uh, flesh that out, I try um, sometimes successfully, sometimes not, to, to to do that sort of regular early morning and set yourself some targets, whether it yeah. be 
with kids or literature, it's the the word limit thing's not necessarily always useful. Sometimes it's just time, um, and yeah. sometimes it's flipping into just thinking about your character. Sometimes it's yeah. reading other um, bits of work to to give you back that sort of um, rhythm that comes with a because kids a lot of kids stories are you almost have to see them as oral as well yes. as written because they, they, they yeah so yeah. um so it sort of goes around like that and then I you know when I'm getting towards the end of it I often read it out loud mm. in my little room on my own oh for sure <laughs> yourself. so good I take myself reading it and think oh that's scary oh that's okay <laughs> yeah that's right oh that's just clunky what, what on earth made you think anybody would be able to spit that out well <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, I love your wisdom. I tell you what, listeners will get a lot out of this. It's fantastic. Now, just before we let you go, Marianne, yeah. I'm really hoping that there's something else in the pipeline coming. You've got the bug now and you're going to be a forever author. I, I, well, I hope so too. I um, I certainly have a few in the pipeline. I've got, I've got one I've been working on for a couple of years now about the adventures of Grey and his loyal dog Gus who are <laughs> tackling... The grump, which is this slimy, slippery creature that can pop in and out of adults at any point in time Ooh. and turn them from nice adults into very unpleasant adults. Ooh, so love that. So People yeah, love that. <laughs> Looking forward to that, and I've got a couple of others that um, that are sitting in the pipeline. So I that I'd love to. I'd love to have at least half my life in this space, yeah. at least, and 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 half back in keep the other foot in that messy adult world. But, um, that's definitely planned. Yep, that's it. <laughs> so. Adults need you too. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you learn off kids, you learn off adults. Oh, so, 100% you yeah. do. Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is amazing. I love it. I love your honesty and I love how articulate you are. Marianne, um, on behalf of us all, congratulations for your fabulous achievement of publishing Thongs, Crocs and Flip Flops. Listeners, I encourage you to get out there as soon as you can. Look for the pen name Mimi Lex and get yourself a copy of Thongs, Crocs and Flip Flops. It's available online and at all good bookstores and libraries right around Australia. Marianne, I wish you all the very best in your author journey and keep being as fabulous as you are. Oh, thank you, Kelly. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> oh, me too. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.